to the 2020 Fantasy Football Special. I am Jorge from Jersey. We are going to go ahead, go ahead and set up your lineups for the Fantasy Football for this season. I am excited about this because I love Fantasy Football and enjoy it immensely. And I want to win some money. Brandon, are you in the house? Are you out there? Talk to me. I am in the house. I am ready to uh, hear what you have for us today when it comes to fantasy football. So, what league What league are you playing in? How do you play? Well, the league that I'm set up in is a little different than uh, the normal leagues, and I'll explain it to you. Um, I play in a 16-team league which is very competitive when you have to go against 15 other people. Um, now, we play PPR, and for you newcomers who don't know what PPR means, that means points for reception. So, I mean, if, you catch, if your player catches the pass, I don't, even, I don't even care if he loses yards. He gets a point for catching that ball. And we also play defensive players. We play the normal format, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight ends. But we also have a format to where we pick defensive ends, linebackers, and secondary. I know not everybody plays that way, but uh, that's, that's the way my league's set up, and I find it more entertaining and more challenging to do so. So, Vernon. What's going on, man? If you had the number one pick in the draft overall, who would be your number one pick? Patrick Mahomes all that dang day, all day. So you're telling me you would pick a quarterback over a running back? Yes, I would pick I would pick that particular quarterback over a running back, yep. Okay, because usually in most leagues, the running backs are picked first and people wait on quarterbacks. But one thing about my league, when you're playing with 15 other people, you might have to, you know, do a do some things outside the normal. So normally, if I have the number one pick, I, I'm also going quarterback. Because quarterback gets you a lot of points because he's throwing the ball, running the ball, etc. And because of that factor, if I had the number one pick and I have nothing with my, I have nothing against my homes. I had him last year. My fantasy draft, he should be well. Even I, I didn't win, but I had him. This year, if I had the number one pick, I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Dual threat. Not only does he pass the ball, he runs the ball. I think he's going to get you more points um, altogether because he has two ways to get you points. Where Mahomes only, only has one way to get you points. But I think either quarterback that you pick, if you have the chance to get Mahomes or Jackson, you get him. You can spend a lot. You can start him 16, 16 weeks out of the year. You probably have to get one backup for the bye week. But after that, you just sit there and watch him do their magic. Do you agree with that, Vernon? Yep, and I would still pick Mahomes. Okay, that's that's fine. We, you know, you go Mahomes, I go Jackson. Like I said, I have nothing wrong with Mahomes. I had him last year, but this year, just because of the running factor, and I think I could get more points with Jackson. I would go Jackson, but I think either which one, either way, I think you, you know you're gonna have a good fantasy year. Which that leads up into our quarterbacks. Burner, okay. have a list in front of me. Quarterbacks from different teams. <laughs> Let's talk about some of them. All right, are we talking top ten? Are we talking top five? Or let's go. Let's go top ten. Cause I know we can't sit all day and read lists. Uh, Cause I said I have all the quarterbacks listed. 
that's just from my own fancy thoughts because I haven't had it yet. But to inform the public, I'll go with top 10. Uh, like I said, number one, to, this is my own personal. You can disagree if you want. This is my own personal list. What I think is going to happen. Number one, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Deshaun Watson. Number four, Russell Wilson. Number five, Tom Brady. Number six, Drew Brees. Number seven, Dak Prescott. Number eight, Ben Rossenberger. Number nine, Ryan. On the end, the top ten with Mr. Ten is Kyler Murray. Thoughts? What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? I just want to know where Josh Allen is. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen... Is that number 12? Okay. I think that um, that's, a, that's a quarterback that I would have as a backup if anything were to happen. Um, <laughs> where, where you got Cam at? Uh, Cam is at number 17. After after I seeing know, the New England I Patriots cuts? about Cam Newton. Nah, man. After but, seeing uh, the, the New England Patriots cuts that they've made over the last – a uh, couple of weeks, I I feel like he should be a little lower now. Oh well, well, what changed? Because you were screaming, that you thought he should have been higher. Now you now you saying you put him lower. Why yep. is that? Yep. Don't have a lot of what? No weapons. You tell like you you just got like maybe three weapons. <laughs> Not enough then, weapons. Well, Not that's enough. my reason why I put him at number seventeen. Uh, because of the lack of weapons. Um. I, I, I like Cam Newton. I think he's one hell of an athlete. Uh, you know, big, strong. Looks like he's healthy right now. And a healthy Cam Newton is always dangerous. Um, you know he can run the ball. But like I said, besides Enderman, who is he going to throw the ball to? That's my concern. That's why I would not pick Cam Newton as my number one quarterback. If I did pick him, he would definitely be probably a backup. Unless, um, you know, he really went ham. Then I'll probably put him as my starter if he was outperforming out uh, whoever my starting quarterback was. Okay, okay. Um, what about freaking um, Jimmy Garoppolo? Where is he at on your ranking? Uh, Jimmy G, I have him at number 20. Why so low? Um, San Francisco, if you paid attention last year, they like to run the ball a lot. Uh, they have about four or five running backs. Uh, they have a step of running backs. They're a run team. Um, yes, you have George Kittle, and you have a couple of wide receivers that he throws to, but Jimmy G does not put up big numbers for fantasy football, um, at least in my opinion. Because like I said, San Francisco, uh, they, they run the ball a lot. So I think because when you have a team that runs the ball a lot and doesn't really throw a lot, um, I kind of uh, devalue um, the points that a quarterback can get. Okay, I think that he's gonna he's gonna throw a little bit more this year. Um, I I think that might be a sleeper. Um, might be a sleeper pick. Okay, okay, I I, I can show that. Um, let's talk about a couple of, a couple of rookie quarterbacks. Um, the first pick in the all draft was Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals. I have him ranked at number twenty three, and um. 
Tua, who was picked five by Miami Dolphins, um, at first it looked like he wasn't going to play because uh, Brian Fitzpatrick has him beat on the death chart. But uh, we found out uh, a couple days ago, unfortunately, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's mother passed away, R.I.P. And, of course, he had to leave camp and go home. And the coach of the Miami Dolphins told him, take as much time as you need, you know, do what you have to do. And so now um, there's, there's a couple things that, that might indicate that he might not be there for week one. You know, he might not be ready for week one. And that's, if that is not the case, that means Tua will start probably over Josh Rosen for the quarterback position. And basically, if two is starting, uh, looks like uh, they're just throwing uh, him into the fire. And uh, by having him ranked at number 24 behind Burrow, but um, I have way more confidence in Joe Burrow than I do with Tua. Do you agree with that? Uh. Nah, because I haven't seen him play. I haven't seen Joe uh, Joe Burrow play as far as NFL speed. So until then, that's when I probably will agree with that one. Okay. And then uh, I have one more rookie quarterback. Uh, even though he's not, it looks like he's not going to play. That is the uh, guy from the Chargers that was drafted, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, right now, all the Chargers are saying that Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback. And until we find out otherwise, um, I have him. I have him under my thirty. Hmm. So I wouldn't be picking him anytime <laughs> soon. Um, yeah, just saying. All right. Do you have any other thought about quarterbacks for fantasy football? Let me think. <laughs> um, oh, where, where, um, where, where did Russell Wilson fall into your top? He was my number four. Hmm. Okay. He's my number four quarterback. All right, yeah, I don't really have anything else to contribute to the quarterbacks. Okay. So, um, that's our quarterback uh, list. Well, let's move on to what everybody seems to love to talk about. is running backs. All right. I'll give you the top 10 of my bunny bat list. Here we go. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number three, Sean Barkley. Number four, Ezekiel Elliott. Number five, Aaron Jones. Number six, Derek Henry. Number seven, Alvin Kamara. Number eight, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Number nine, Nick Chubb. And to round off the top ten, Josh Jacobs. And I know when I talked to you yesterday, you disagreed with this list immensely. So give me your give me your uh, give me your gripes of uh, of why you disagree with some of the things I have on this list. I just think some of those players should. Can you say? Can you say the list again? Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go a little faster this time. Uh, one, McCaffrey. Two, Cook. Three, Barkley. Four, Elliott. Five, Aaron Jones. Six, Henry. 
seven, Camara. Eight, Edwards Hilaire. Nine, Chubb. Ten, Jacobs. I think Derrick Henry should be, like, higher. I think uh, Derrick Henry should switch spots with somebody. Um, I feel like uh, the Chief... The Chiefs rookie is a little bit high because of the Mahomes factor. Because um, aren't they still going to have McCoy, right? They still got McCoy, right? No. McCoy is now the member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. You said that yesterday. Uh, well, shoot. Why isn't McCoy in your top ten? Well, McCoy... Why would I put McCoy up, up there? But, uh, McCoy didn't even make my list of 60 summer running backs. Did you see how he played last year? He was not good. He was always injured. Um, and now he's with another team. Um, that he might get some balls out of the backfield for, for, for Brady, but I don't think he has it anymore. I think he's, I think he's done. Um, and um, I'm not going to waste uh, I'm not gonna waste draft pick on him. Um, where's Todd Gurley at on your list? I don't think he's going to give you a consistent, uh, uh, consistent, consistent points. Where's Todd Gurley in your list? Uh, Todd Gurley, I have him at number 16. Hmm, okay, okay. And what about Melvin Gordon? Who? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon? Hold on, let me find him here. I have him somewhere. Melvin Gordon, 22. You have him 22. 22. Why so low? Okay. I had Melvin Gordon last year. Okay. And even after his little strike was over, he did not put up a lot of points for me. Um, Actually, he split time with Austin Elkler, and Oakley really got a lot more points than he did because he can catch the ball. Melvin Gordon doesn't catch the ball. But he's also on the Denver Broncos, which means he's going to share time with two other running backs. Lindsley and Royce Freeman. Denver is going to be running back by committee like they normally are. And I don't like, I don't like uh, someone who did not live up to what their potential last year with one other running back he had to share time with. Now he's sharing running back uh, duties with two other people. That's gonna. I think that's gonna limit his production. That's why I have him at twenty-two. Okay. Okay. And um, I, I think I asked you this yesterday. What about um, Eckler? What is he ranked on your list? Okay. Hold on. Oh, he's right outside the top ten at number eleven. That's not bad. That's not bad. No. I, um. This, the thing about Eckler. Um. He. He's going to be the bona fide running back from the Chargers. Um, he can catch the ball at the backfield. He's one of them guys that can catch the ball. He'll catch a five-yard screen pass and go to the house 80 yards. So you want you like his upside. Uh, actually, he proved he can run it in between the tackles and definitely has the speed to get to the outside. So uh, he's going to be their primary weapon. Um, they're going to use him because the quarterback situation ain't all that great. So we'll probably run the ball a lot more than usual. And they'll probably, probably, if Tyron Taylor is a starting quarterback, I see a lot of screen passes going his way. So that's why I have him right outside the top ten. All right. Uh, that's all I got. 
as far as the uh, running backs. Okay, and just 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 uh, let, uh, let people know, and this might change. Leonard Fournette on my list as before yesterday, we found out that he was let go. He uh, as a member of the Jaguars, I had him at number twenty one. Now, when he switches teams, that could go up or down depending on what team he goes to and what the situation is looking like for that team. But uh, you know, until we know, uh, we're in limbo. Uh, as far as his rankings is concerned. All right, since you have no other thoughts about the running backs, let's go to wide receivers. Business is always a full list. Okay, Vernon. Let's go with the top ten wide receivers. Number one, Michael Thomas. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. Number three, Devontae Adams. Number four, Tyreek Hill. Number five, Amari Cooper. Number six, Odell Beckham. Number seven, Mike Evans. Number eight, Chris Goodwin. Number nine, Julio Jones. Number 10, Adam Thieler from the Vikings. Man, um, Devontae Adams is ranked too high in my opinion. Um, I feel, dang it, man. I feel like somebody else on your list um, should be uh, higher than freaking Devontae Adams. Um, shoot, you said his name. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, exactly. Thank you. Tyreek Hill should be uh, number three. <clears throat> okay. And I'll disagree with you and I'll tell you why. Uh, now, is Tyreek, is Tyreek Hill more explosive? Then Devontae Adams, of course he is. But see, this is this is see when you when you select fantasy football, Brennan, you're just not going on the talent of the wide receiver. You also have to look at the situation and its potential for points. And let me explain myself. Devontae Adams is probably the only guy Aaron Rodgers has got to throw to who's proven already. So his opportunities are going to be more because he's the only damn guy that he got to throw to, really, that we at least we know of as of now. Tyreek Kill was, you know, Tyreek is unbelievable, especially with, with Mahomes. He got Sandy Watkins. He got he got a share of times with Watkins and Heldman and Robinson and Pringle. And then also they're going to be throwing screens to Hilaire. So I, so I think because of, now Hill is going to get his place. Hill is going to get his 80-yard touchdowns and all that. He, he can't stop him. He's going to do his thing. But I think that it's going to be limited because he has to share the ball with other people. And with Adams, he's going to get the majority share because he who's he got to compete with? So that's why I have to come out there as head of uh, Tyreek Kill. Because I think the opportunity for points for Adams is a little more than it is for him, if that makes any sense or not. Yeah, it seems like he's the only one to throw it to. Basically, that's what you're. That's the reason why he's ranked higher compared to an assembly of Swiss Army knives of weaponry in Kansas City, right? Yes, I, I couldn't say it any better myself. You know that right on the head. Well, look. This is my thing about the your your number three pick as far as Devontae Adams, as far as what you just said. If he's the only one that I know that's going to freaking get the ball, then the defense is going to freaking double team. They're going to make it hard for him to get the ball. They're going to freaking take him out of the game. And if I got weaponry as far as 
like Kansas City do, that means I got I, every the ball is gonna get spread or somebody's gonna get covered, and either way, he's gonna get more. I feel like he's gonna get more points than Devontae Adams. I would have him at three. That's just me. If you got him at two, at three, okay. But um, I think it was another player in your draft that you um, um, can you tell me four on down. Yes. Uh, okay, I have Stu Hill at number four. Five, I have Amari, Amari Cooper. Seven, I have, I'm sorry, six, I have Odell Beckham Jr. Number seven, I have Mike Evans. Uh, number eight, I have Chris Goodwin. Number nine, Philly Jones. And number 10, Adam Thielen. I feel, okay, Mike Evans, he should be up a little bit more because of the consistency he's been doing as far as every year. Uh, especially now that he has Tom Brady, he should be up a little bit more as far as in, in your rankings, in my opinion. Um, Goodwin, Goodwin is at a good spot. I, I, I do, I do like where Goodwin is because if you, if if Mike Evans is covered, then Goodwin's gonna be open and he's proven himself. You know, saying before Tom Brady got there, so I do like that one. But Mike Evans should be a little bit more higher. Just, just. Okay, well, my thing with Mike Evans is this. Um, I've, I, even when Mike Evans was, you know, doing good things when he first got to the NFL, I was never high on him. Because he always seems like he got injured. So, some games, he did, see, this is the thing with Mike Evans. When, he, when he's on, when he's having a good game, damn, he's on fire, dude. He'll get you a bunch of points. But man, when he ain't having a good game, he disappears sometimes. And to me, that I don't want, I don't like inconsistent, I don't like inconsistent players. And I'm sorry, but Winston to me and Arsenal interceptions, you know, also that limited my my expectations on Mike Evans. So I always had a little bit lower. Um, and plus, I play in the league of a bunch of Tampa Bay fans. So around the time I'm ready to pick on him, he's already way gone. Um, but this year. Seven is probably the highest I ever had him. This is a simple fact that because now they have a real quarterback, and I think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna produce. Um, but if you think he should be higher, I respect that. I just think that the guys I put ahead of him are are, are going to have opportunities for, for more points. That's just, that's just my opinion. That's what fantasy football is all about. It's about opinions. It's about what you think. Um, sometimes uh, people play favoritism uh, to their favorite team. Um, I would advise against that. Not a good strategy. It usually leads you into heartbreak. But um, I have Mike. Uh, I like why I have Mike Evans. I like why I have Chris Goodwin. If it, if, it, if it comes down to when I get to pick a wide receiver and either one of them guys are available and the people I have above them are gone, I have no problem picking either one of them. Especially with the court. Especially with Tom Brady being there as a the quarterback. All right. Uh... Where did you have freaking, um, where is he at? Where did you have Hollywood Brown at? Oh, okay. Let me go down my list here. Oh, I have Hollywood, I have Hollywood Brown at number 33. Why the hell is he at number 33? Um... Did you see uh, how many times he caught the ball? How many touchdowns he got last year? And don't you know Baltimore runs the ball like eighty percent of the time? You ever heard this thing called a freaking 
play action pass because that's exactly what they're going to do a lot of this season, man. You go. Okay, that 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 might be true. Okay, but like I said, like the first game of the season when they played the horrible Rams Dolphins, Brown went off. But if you look at the rest of the season, he was so. Then he ended up getting injured. So I I I don't really think now is he going to get some bombs? Of course he is. It's going to happen. But knowing Baltimore the way I do, and they picked up another running back, which. We did talk about J.K. Dolphins and Mark Ingram and, and all them guys, guess Edwards, etc. I just think they're going to run the ball a lot. So, no, they're going to take their shots downfield with, with Hollywood Brown. Uh, they get a good tight end in Mark Andrews. But uh, besides that, they ain't really got nobody else to throw the ball because they're not going to be a throw of the ball team. So, I, that's why I have them ranked so low. So, you mean to tell me – you mean to tell me that they're going to be a run team, but you got Lamar Jackson rated as your number one quarterback because if he can run the ball? Okay. The reason why Lamar Jackson is my number one quarterback, he's the dual threat. So if he does throw them bombs to Hollywood Brown. But you I just said that, that they're going to run the ball more than more than anything as far as offensively. So Yes. Uh, uh, did you see Lamar Jackson run last year? Uh, there's a reason why he was the MVP. I mean, yeah, we all saw him run, my dude, but we all know what happens the next season. Either you either you do a little bit better or you freaking tank. Okay, I don't think well, he's going to tank. I, think he, I, I don't think, think he's, he's going to tank. A bit better. You think he's going to tank? That's no, no, fine. no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying those are the options usually. I think that he's probably going to be more of a thrower this year. Okay. That, Alright, um, like I said, either way, if I pick him as a quarterback, whether he throws a running ball, I get points for that. I just don't think the Hollywood Brown, I ain't saying Hollywood Brown's bad. He might have a breakout year. Shit, I might be wrong. Yeah, but okay? 30, what you say, 31, 33? <laughs> <laughs> 33. 33? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want me, you want me to tell you more wide receivers I had that I have ahead of him so you can, you get to decide whether I made the wrong decision or not, according to you? Um, I mean, if you want to enlighten us, yeah, go ahead. Sure. All right. So, you know, I gave you my top 10. All right. Number 11, Jarvis Landry. Number 12, Terry McLaren. 13, DK Metcalf. Hey, I thought you was going to go from 33 on up, like, as far as, it, like, just, just give us the keys. But, but why is freaking... Landry at number eleven and freaking Odell Beckham is at what you said you got him in the top ten. I, I got him. In, I got him in number six. Well, he didn't really do all that last year. Odell Beckham. Yes. Okay. True. But see, this is where you, you need to know stuff. Okay. Odell Beckham. He was injured most of the season. He had a groin injury. Okay. People didn't know that. I knew that. I follow my team closely because I'm a Browns fan, unfortunately. But he was hurt last year. Baker Mayfield didn't play as good as he wanted to. We had a bullshit coach, a bullfriend, so our offensive coordinator didn't know how to call plays. That's another reason why they ain't there anymore. I think we have a good coach now who knows how to call offensive plays. Odell's healthy. 
Now, do I think Odell is going to be the same Odell that he was with the Giants? No. But I think he's going to be a lot better than he was last year. I don't think he can get any worse than he was last year. I think he bounces back this year. I think he has a damn good year. And that's why I have him inside my top ten. Uh, the only reason you're saying that is because you're a Brown Andrew fan. Is concerned at number 11, I had Jarvis Landry on my team last year. He almost always produced for me. And that's why he's right outside the top 10. I would switch spots. I would switch him. I would switch him. What? I would switch him. What? Are you shit? Do you mean to tell me you think Jarvis Landry is better wide receiver than Odell Beckham? If we're talking next season... Yeah. I'm talking about this season right now coming up in 2020. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this season, next season, this season was coming up. Yeah, I think he's going to have more opportunities because Odell Beckham's he's a long he's a strider. He's he's, he's go route curl. He's he's going he's more of a down the field. Landry's freaking he catch it in between the short distance type of thing. Like he's a he's a, he's a Swiss army knight. He he can do a little bit more as far as Go down the field like Odell. He'll he'll do more. He he's proven oh, it in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So I Look, I don't man. know. Look, man, I love Jarvis Landry. I had him last year. He 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 produced for me. I'm not. I am not gonna lie. And he was better than Odell Beckham last year. But I just told you, Odell Beckham was hurt. I think with a healthy Odell, the, the upside the upside for Odell is a lot more is a lot bigger than Jarvis Landry in my opinion. If he's healthy and he can connect with Baker Mayfield, he's, I'm telling you, he's going to he, – he won't be the same as he was with the Giants, but pretty damn close. And I think if he stays healthy, I think he's going to bounce back, and I think he's going to have a big year, and that's why I have him at number six. And where Jarvis do you Mayfield, got And where do you got Baker Mayfield in as far as quarterbacks? What's that? And where do you have Baker Mayfield as far as quarterbacks? Yes. Let me see. Where I have Baker Mayfield at here. I had him very high last year, and, and I didn't pick him. But um, you know, I had him way too high last year for what he produced. What he produced. Yeah, yeah, this okay. year, though. this year. Come on. Hold on, oh, give me a minute. I need to look at my list. Let me see where I have Baker Mayfield. I have Baker Mayfield at number fourteen. Wow. Okay. Uh, back to wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm a homer too, but I wouldn't rank my players. That awfully high. Well, like I said, though, you know, that's, you know, uh, fancy ball is subjective. I tell you uh, what, though, if I see more commercials in, like I did last year, I'm going to pray for your uh, your team as far as offensively. Defensively, I ain't really worried about it. Offensively, if I see him in more commercials than actual touchdown plays, <laughs> I'll be like, Jorge, you said yeah. 14, he, right? He, he did not put up the numbers to, to be in all them commercials. That, I, I agree with you 100%. I think, I think we're going to be better this year. I think they have a better coach. I think, I think we're going to have a better offensive scheme. Uh, another year under the belt. Um, I think we're, uh, we're going to be all right. I ain't saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, we're going to be all right. We have a, I think we have an outside shot at making the playoffs. Um, even though Baltimore is going to be hell and still is never easy. So I, I think we have an outside shot. I think we're going to do better than we did last year. And I think with a healthy Odell Beckham Jr., I think he, I think he's going to do his thing, man. All right, and I'm going to give you I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this my – uh, Okay, you know what? I think this is the best description I can give you between Odell and Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry is old dependable. 
He's going to be there. He's going to get his yards. Actually, he did way better for me than I thought he would He would, he would do last year. He got me some touchdowns. Mr. Old Dependable, Mr. Reliable, he's there. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., he's the big play dude. He's the flashy guy. He's the guy that can get, catch a ball five yards and take his 80 yards to the house. If Baker Mayfield can get him the ball and Baker Mayfield is healthy, this is going to be some bombs, and he's going to catch him, and he will be like the almost the old like Odell Beckham Jr., and that's what I think is going to happen. Now, you might disagree with me on that, and that's fine. But that's why I have the Browns. The, yeah, the, I I dis- the only thing I disagree with you about is the position of Odell Beckham due to the fact of a groin injury. Because when you have a groin injury and it lingers, you know, I, well, if you have a groin injury, even though that is healed, you can still, you know, saying you can still re-injure it. And because he's a speedster guy, he got a chance to re-injure it. So, that's true. I think he had sur- I think he had surgery on it or some type of treatment. So I, I, it might be gone. But yeah, you're right. Uh, that's something I have to keep an eye on. Uh, injuries do. And happen if you have sport. to keep an eye on it, then why is he ranked so high? Gee whiz, man. Because I don't think he's gonna, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna be injuring himself. He had surgery, dude. It's, I think it's done, dude. A lot of people have it's surgery. They go. A lot it's of people. Have, I cannot go into the season when someone's one hundred percent healthy and predict what week he's going to get hurt. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not a doctor. Well, I, it happens, it, bro. It, it happens. Every 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 player in fantasy football has the potential to get injured on every single play. You nobody knows when someone's going to get injured. That's the unpredictable. Uh, ability of the sport, and it messes people's lines, it messes people line up, lineups, it, it, it throws people off, and then someone you thought was going to win, he one person gets injured, and he's all in, someone else come up and wins. I remember the one year I had Julio Jones. He was my number one overall pick. The dude got hurt in week two. And I, I, the whole year I didn't have him, and I got killed. So, stuff... Uh, I can't predict. Now, if I knew Julio Jones was going to get hurt in week two, you think I want to pick them number one? No. But you don't know. Everyone has the potential to get injured on any given any given play. I, I, I'm not going to predict what Odell Beckham if or when he gets hurt. Now, that's something, you know, do I look after people who are injury prone? They get hurt every single year? Yes, because you have to look at that because they're injury prone. Odell's not injury prone. Last year, he had a groin injury as affected his play, and we had a bad coach. Back to, uh, Mayfield didn't play up to what we thought he was going to do. He had a bad season. Landry produced. This year, I think they're both going to produce. I, but I think Beckham's going to be close to the old Odell Beckham. We know. I think he has something to prove this year. And you are a homer, so we'll see how no, you're. And we'll see how it goes. No. We'll see how it goes. No. I hope you pick at least I'm, one of them. I am not. A, look, look. No, hold up. I think it's fast. Because when I play fantasy football, and I'm playing for money, I, I'm not a homer. Even when, even when Odell Beckham was with the Giants, I had him on my top four or five every single year. Even last year, when he sucked, he was in my top five. But someone got him before I did. So I've always respected, even though I think he's a nut, I always respected Odell Beckham's Talent. You know why I'm calling you a homer right now? The only reason I'm calling you a homer right now is because we done spent 10 minutes talking about two freaking <laughs> Browns players, dude. That's because you bought them up. Yeah, because they're a part of your your lineup. They're a part of your top 10, your top your top 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you could have easily you could so. e- you could have easily. This certainly so. 
If they stunk, they wouldn't be in my top 10. Or my top 12 or 11 or whatever. All right. Do you have any other questions about wide receivers? Or should we move on to tight ends? Actually, <laughs> actually, um, I wanted to go ahead and give you my top my top uh my top picks as top as top five as far as quarterbacks, running back, and wide receivers so far. Oh. Um Please, I thought, go ahead. Uh, you know, um, Please, I I'll love to hear them. All right. Bet. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna go ahead and start with the the uh the quarterbacks and <clears throat> off gate number one okay. is is Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Lamar Jackson. Number three, believe it or not, is is uh Prescott. Uh, number four is Russell Wilson. And at number five, I got Kyler Murray. Okay. Um, actually, I have no problem with either one of that. Um, I don't have Kyler Murray that high. Um, I think Prescott is going to have a good year. Uh, he's loaded with, with options, but I have him in number, uh, number seven. But um, that top five, I can't argue. With, I can't argue with. It. So I just, I just think Kyle Murray is a little too high. Uh, this being his second year, that's just my opinion. Uh, what you, what you guys running back? Running back, number one running back. I got McCaffrey. I got um, Saquon Barkley as the number two. I got uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Believe it or not, I got him at number three. Uh, at number four, I got Kamara, and uh, at number five, I got Derrick Henry. Okay, um, solid, solid lineup. I can't argue with anything. Uh, anything out of them top five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, yeah, because basically that's that's everybody's top five uh, running backs right there. I think the only person I added differently was uh, Davin Cook, um, because to me he's a, he's a uh, explosive running back. Um, but yeah, that's that's a solid lineup. All right, wide receivers. Now, actually, the reason why Devin Cook ain't even on the top five. Is because when I saw that that thing I was telling you about earlier to, um, today, as far as um, the the, the uh, potential of um, having over a thousand yards, he he was uh, predicted tenth, tenth. So I was just like, that ain't good enough for me. I, I can't I can't have you. So that's why he's not in my top five. Um, okay. He's not in my top five because of that. Now, wide receivers, wide receivers, you probably gonna freaking be like, man. You're a freaking, you're the devil. Um, my number one, my number one pick is um, Michael Thomas all day. Um, and number two, I do have Devontae Adams. I just like arguing with your ass. Um, at number three, though, I do have Chris Godwin at number three because they got because Mike Mike Evans is gonna get doubled. He's gonna get double, and Chris Goodwin is gonna get open. So that's the reason why he you, is. A, you, you argued that I had Devontae Adams at number three, and you have him higher than I do. I should, I should, man. If I was next to you, I'd give you a backhand. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at number four, I got Hopkins, and at number five, I got Julio Jones because he's still he's still Julio Jones. Um, exactly. Uh, where's Tyra Kill on your list? He didn't make you top five. You made a, you made a case for him because I had him at number four, and you don't even have him in your top five. That's right. I don't. You want to know why? <laughs> you want to know why? Uh, all right, I'm listening. I took him out after the conversation we had after this recorded conversation. I was just like, let me take him out. <laughs> no, nah, he's 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 um 
He's at number six. Okay, all right. I, I can respect that. I think Lil Wayne's a little too high, in my opinion. I, I, I don't think he's at number three. I understand where you might think that Mike Evans is going to get doubled, but uh, I don't think that's going. I don't really think that's going to make going a number two wide receiver. That's my my opinion. Well, he's not number two. He's number three. So, um, should I tell you the list again? If you put him at number three, you gave him a promotion right there. No, 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 no I, I did understand. I'm at the same number three, <laughs> number two, but I don't think he's too high at number three. I mean, I respect your opinion to a degree, but I mean, um, I think I think that uh, he's gonna get the ball a lot, or he's gonna like Tom Brady's gonna try to, but I think Godwin's gonna be. He's gonna be the, he's gonna be somebody you want to keep your eye on this year. Have a circle around his name. If you go, if you in a Tampa Bay fan type of league, take that one. Take if you're gonna take one Tampa Bay play, take Goodwin because Michael Evans is gonna go first. Well, Tom Brady, well, I, I, then I, I Michael don't Evans. Think, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, well, unfortunately, I'm in a league with you know. I used to live in Florida, so I am in a league with most people who are Tampa Bay fans. I think by the time I get around to it, I think all uh, I think Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, and going all going to be gone probably in the first round. We need to so see. I'm probably we not gonna have a chance to pick up a Tim We're gonna need to call him back and see where he was in the draft, so he can give us a play by play of where he was as far as the first round pick. You know what I'm saying? So yes. So we got some follow up questions to ask this man. So. <laughs> well, this is what this is what I think about Tampa Bay. The wide receivers, as, as um, we were talking about, Mike Evans is like Odell Beckham Jr. He's the big play man. He's he's the down the field jump jump ball fifty fifty touchdown dude. Your one is like is more like Travis Landry, all reliable. He's going to catch the lower out routes. He's going to catch balls. He, the thing with him though, he can catch he can catch him deep too, and he can he, he can he can catch a ball ten yards and take it to the house. So uh, I think. That, you know, if if the big play isn't there and they're going to double Evans, that means Godwin's probably going to be open for them in immediate uh, place. So I I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's going to result as a number three ranking, but um, I definitely understand the philosophy behind it. All right, you want to go into tight ends now? Yes, sir. Let's go into tight ends. All right, you got the. Do you, uh... have, do, 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 you have, do you have a list for tight ends? I'll wait for yours. Okay, sure. Or you want me All to right. go first? You want me to go first with the tight ends? As far as my list? Uh, it's up to you. I can go first. You can go first. Doesn't matter to me. Well, I can go first, Dylan. You've been going first the okay, first three first. times. I mean, uh, go first. All right. Um. All right. Wow. Now I know how it feels to be the number one. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just at the number one tight end spot as far as fantasy. I got Kittle from 49ers. Uh, number two, I got Kelsey uh, from Kansas City. Number three, I got um, Andrews from um, Baltimore. And then at number four, I got um, Ertz uh, from Philly. And at number five, I got um, Henry from the Chargers. Okay. The first top three, I agree with you right in order. Number one, George Kittle. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, Mark Andrews. Where we differ is number four and number five. And I know what you're going to say. Oh, he's being a homer. Well, you can call me a homer if you want. This is, this is, this is oh, what I think. <laughs> number four tight end for me is Austin Hooper. No, no, go ahead with your list. 
Just say it from one to say, go from one to one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right, fine. All right. So, four, Austin Hooper. Five, Bob Kronowski. Six, Noah Fant. No, Jorge, I mean, you go, give us your list from what? the number one all the way down. Like, all the way to, like, the, okay. the top ten or whatever. Okay, I'll start over. Number one, George Kittle. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, Mark Andrews. Number four, Austin Hooper. Number five, Gronkowski. Number six, Noah Fant. Number seven, TJ Hawkinson. Number eight, Chris Herden. Number nine, Zach Ertz. And number 10, Evan Ingram. The only thing that I probably am, am disgusted about is how I didn't put AJ uh, Hooper in the top five. Okay. Yeah. Um. I Hooper has always been a good tight end, even when even when even when he was with Atlanta and they had Julio Jones and all of our receivers, he still found value. He still found the end zone. That's why he got paid this year. Uh. Fortunately, he went to my Cleveland Browns, and that's not why he's not number four. He's number four because he's just he's just, he's just he's just productive, and I think. You think what? Good. You were saying. You were saying. You think. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my my opinion is that in the red zone. He's going to look for him, and I think he's going to be productive, and I think he's going to have a lot of, uh, he's going to have the opportunity for a lot of points. And then um, my number five, Gronkowski. Look, man, Tom Brady's the quarterback. Gronk's healthy. OJ Howard, man, they just do it, man. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, man, I ain't saying it's going to be like the Patriots. But good cow, he's going to do his thing, man. And Brady's going to look for him because that's his dude. So he, they're going to put up points. Um, I think one of the reasons no, I didn't pick Gronk is because of the injuries that he used to have and how long he's been out of the game. I guess I need to see a little. I need to see what he does before I actually be like, "Dang, man, I should have put him. I should have picked him." <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, that's what. That's why we, you know, no preseason kind of messed everybody up because we don't know what these people. We don't know what he can do. Or, but, but from what, from the information that I have, he's healthy. He's felt better than I guess him sitting out and does wonders for him supposedly. So he says. Now you can't always trust what a player says. But I think he, I think he's right. I think he's healthy. I think he's healed, and if he, and if he can stay healthy, I think in in that in that offense with Brady, his boy at quarterback, I think he can have a big season. Now I might not get the chance to pick him because I'm sure some Buccaneer fan will probably jump all over him. Probably. But if I have the opportunity for a tight end and he's there, I'm picking him as long as the people above him are not there. Right, right, right. Well, I don't really have any. Um, oh yeah, okay. So, uh, you got any rookies in your top? Um, in your your uh, tight end rankings? Um, let me see. I, uh, I don't think so. I didn't even ask you this, but did you have any rookies in the wide receiver rankings? Yes, I did. 
But hold on, let me let me finish looking at my um tight end list here. No, I think no, my tight end list are all veterans. I don't have there's no there's really no big tight end that can't that, that was drafted this year that I would I would have confidence in them putting in in my lineup. Um I'm sorry, wide receivers, yes, I do have some rookies. Um, let me let me scan over because I don't have any rookies to really up top, but I usually have them towards the bottom. So uh, let me scan my list here and see who and see who. Uh, I think I had a couple, not too many, but a couple. Okay. Do you have and, the top? Uh, as I'm scrolling, as I'm sc- sorry for the dead space, but as I'm scrolling. I'm looking, and the first, the first rookie wide receiver that I have, and I talked to him about him before, and we just talked he was injured. I have Jalen Rigger. He is uh, the rookie from TCU in the Philadelphia offense. Um, this guy is, is the Swiss Army knife. Um, he, you can run him on sweeps. He has his feet to take a sweep, take it to the house. He does kick returns. He does putt returns. He, he, if you watch him at TCU, you can you keep call to him any given any given time. He's going to take he can take it to the house. Uh he catches the ball. He's a small dude, but if he catches the ball and you get in space, he's like Tyra Kill. Goodbye. You're not catching him. So I think uh, and, and I think he's in the right system. A duck pitches an offense, can really use this guy. Now we know we just talked about earlier today, he's injured. We are three to four weeks. You have to take that into consideration. But when if this guy is healthy and gets back to being healthy, I think he's someone that you might want you might want to shout out for. I think he's a late late round pickup, or maybe you pick him up off the wire if he's still there when he gets healthy. So, so he's mean, my first wide receiver, rookie wide receiver number thirty four. That's your um, first right one. Him, right okay. behind. Oh, go ahead. You had something to say? No, no. I was just going to ask. That's that's your that's the that's the number one uh, wide receiver you got as far as rookies. As far as the yes. highest rank, yes. as far as wide receivers, yes, yes, uh, at thirty-four, uh, right behind him at thirty-five is C.D. Lamb. Um, I think he's, I think he's just in a great spot. I know um, I know Amari Cooper is probably going to is going to be the main dude. You can't forget about the, you can't forget about the uh, other guy, Michael. So, but um, C.D. Lamb, big, tall. Uh, good system, quarterback is decent. Um, he has an opportunity. He's going to be the third wide receiver, which means he's probably going to play in the slot. But either way, this dude's going. This dude's going to get jump balls. He's going to put up some points. I know he's a rookie, but I see. I see his upside is very good. So that's why I have him at number thirty-five in my second rookie on the wide receiver list. So you mean to tell me? Okay, my question to you is: Where, where is um, Jerry Judy? Where, where? <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm going to get to that. Oh, so that means he's Matter lower. Fact, hold on, because I'm, I'm scrolling down. I, I think he might be my next uh, rookie uh, off the board here. Oh no, I have one more guy before him, and I know, I know, you, I know you're going to, I know you're going to question this, and that's fine. I'll take your question. The next, the next wide receiver I have, rookie wide receiver, is Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings. Nah, the reason I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's I don't think that's a low pick as far as rookie rankings. Yeah, because Justin Jefferson to me, remember Minnesota lost Diggs. Diggs, Diggs is in Buffalo. 
they're going to need another complimentary wide receiver to deal him. And I think this might be it. Uh, if you've seen LSU play at all, the dude's fast, catch the ball, good, good speed. He's a good, he's a good route runner. And from what I'm hearing, and I, I watch, I've been watching the NFL Network, and I, I listen to what they're, tell, they're telling me in the training camps because we don't have no, you know, unfortunately we don't have any pieces to go off of. He's tearing it up. The coaches love this kid. He's a hard worker, and I ain't seen, he might not be the number two wide receiver because he's a rookie, but he's definitely the number three or, three or four wide receiver. He's going to get chances, and I think that, um, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I would not mind picking him and want to bench and see what he can do, but uh, he's my number three rookie wide receiver. And then going from him, I have, I have uh, then here comes Jerry Judy for Denver. Um, after after Jefferson, um, I do like this kid. Uh, Alabama, if you know anything, uh, the one thing that Alabama does produce is wide receivers, at least, at least in uh, history. Um, Deborah is going to throw the ball some. They're going to run too, though. So, but uh, the quarterback, I've talked about this before. I, I think that uh, Locke, or Locke, I'm sorry, not Locke. Locke is someone you might want to watch out for as far as a backup quarterback, he has a plethora of weapons, and if he can actually get the ball to them, he can rack up some points. And I think Jerry Judy behind Cutland, uh, Cortland Sutton is going to be that second to throw our receiver down the field, long balls, short passes that he can take to the house. Someone definitely want to keep an eye on late in your draft. I just would have him. Man. I just would have him higher than, than Jefferson. Okay. I, I understand that. Uh, the, the reason I don't, if you want a reason, is Denver is more prone to run the ball. Denver likes to run the ball a lot. So I and 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 I can't believe I'm saying this, but I trust I trust Kirk Cutton. Oh, can't say his name. I trust Kirk Cousins more than I trust Locke, who's really going to be in his rookie season because he really he didn't play last year because of injuries. So um, because the offense. Um, I, you know, I look at who ha, who has the opportunity that to have most points. In my opinion, that is Jefferson. But um, okay, Judy, you know, Judy's right there. Though. Judy's right there. Then after him, I have T. Higgins, the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals that came from Clemson. Uh, this is a nice tall guy. Uh, I know the quarterbacks are rookie, and that's that's you know that's an issue take. Um, you know. We'll see what Boer has. But uh, I think T. T Higgins is one of them tall wide receivers. Catch the ball. You can throw him long or throw him short. Uh, opportunities there. Um, like I said, I don't know if you want to really trust this Cincinnati thing on offense, but uh, his upside, his upside is, is nice. Then after him, I have, as far as rookie wide receivers, I have Henry Riggs from the Oakland Raiders. I think Riggs is a hell of a wide receiver. I think Derek Carr sucks as a quarterback. That's my problem. Um, Riggs, uh, Riggs will make some plays. I just don't trust uh, the Raiders' offense. I don't trust John Gruden. Um, well, I do trust John Gruden. I don't trust, I meant to say, Derek Carr. Um, so I think Raiders have quarterback problems. Uh, they might be one of the teams that actually tank to try to get Lawrence um, if they get off to a bad start. So, um, 
But I think Riggs does have potential, but he'd be a very low pick for me because of the the Raiders' offense. But he does make my list at number fifty-five uh, of wide receivers in his in, in his rookie. Jesus, how how deep um, is your listings? What's that? <laughs> how deep do you go as far as the rankings? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Say that again. How deep how is deep? how deep do you rank them? Like like how like how many how many uh, players do you have in these different positions? Okay. Well, the quarterback. I got thirty one. I got thirty one. I got thirty one quarterbacks. There's thirty two teams in the league. Uh, running back, I go up to sixty two. Hmm. Same thing with wide receivers. I go sixty two. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's you know because. And also, I did, I'm, I didn't explain this to my league. In my league, we have uh, we start two running backs, we start two wide receivers, and we also have two flex positions, which means we need a puffer of running backs and wide receivers to fill all the positions. Then you got to figure injuries and bye weeks and everything else, so you got to put a lot of them on your bench. So uh, that's because of the way my league is set up. It might not be your league, but the way my league is set up, that's why I go so deep on the uh, skill positions. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, and I have I have a couple more rookies to go off of. And, uh, they're, they're all, and these are all bottom at the bottom of the list, possibly like last round pickups or second to last round pickups. Um, the number 57, the Vasca should not. The guy I'm, from I'm uh, Colorado. Right. Yeah, the guy, the guy from but, Colorado uh, that, that got drafted by Jacksonville, right? Yes. Um, now, granted, you don't put a whole lot of stock in, into into the mustache uh, issue, but um, he, he, you know, he has his days. But uh, this guy here, Nebraska, he's very fast, skill skill guy. Um, if you put the ball in his hand, if you put the ball in his hands, stuff's gonna happen. Uh, so I, I do like him at towards the bottom of the list at number fifty seven. And I, I think, you know, if you have, if you do need a late round, someone to put on your bench just to see what he can do or, or to throw a bye week, that wouldn't, be, that wouldn't be a bad pickup. Okay, and my last, my last rookie on the list, I receiver list, is Brandon Ayok. Um, That's I the guy that Arizona got drafted uh, to the 49ers, right? Yes. Um... Now, I I stated earlier that the 49ers will run the ball a lot, and I do believe that that to be true. But here's a guy here, though. If you need a filler, if you need to put with that extra wide receiver on your bench for whatever reason, this is not for a 10-team league. This is for, like I said, I'm in a very deep league with 16 people. This is somebody you just pick up, pick up, see what he does. If he, if, he, if he takes off, you keep him. If not, you can dump him and pick up someone off the free agent wire. But, uh, you know, I like to give some rookies the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you see what they do in college. Sometimes it, 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 pro- it progresses to the pros. Sometimes it don't. Uh, we all know the speed of the game, the main difference between college and pros. But um, that is my wide receivers. for. Uh, that's my rookie wide receiver. All right, well, Jorge, we're going to end this segment on that right there. We're going to go ahead and uh, end this so that we can go ahead and go to the next segment. So if you're watching this, we're going to end it. We're going to come right back for part two. Stay tuned.
What's going on, everybody? This is part two of the fantasy football special with Big Vern and Jorge. Jorge, you ready to go ahead with part two? Yes, yes, I am. Before, but before we go back into uh, players' listening rankings, I have a little story to share with you. Uh, a little inspirational story of how fantasy football helps someone and a few people change their life. Um, there was a guy in Buffalo. His name uh, was Robert. And uh, we don't have a last name because the guy decided to, uh, you know, didn't want to put his real name out there. But his real first name was Robert. And um, he grew up in Buffalo, in the suburbs of Buffalo. Average, you know, kid, family, middle class. Uh, you know, good, hardworking kid. Actually, actually was a good kid. Through high, he got good grades. He went through high school. Did very well. Didn't do drugs or alcohol until until later on in, in his life. Well, the problem was, when he finally did partake of alcohol, it got him and it got him good because he, when he did start drinking, he liked it. He came to do so. And got to a point where it was pretty bad and he became an alcoholic, unfortunately. And that led him down a very bad path. Uh, you know, he was stealing from his, he was stealing money from his parents. He, he was doing anything he could do to get money to feed his addiction. Um, you know, of course, he lost his job because, you know, you're drinking, you don't show up for work. Um, but uh, then he got picked up for DUI, drinking while driving. And that led him down to a dark path, and he hit rock bottom. And part of the, uh, his punishment as far as getting picked up for DUI was either go to jail or go to AA meetings, you know, rehab or whatever. So he chose to do the AA. And as he did his AA and you do, you do, you know, you do the 12 steps and you try to get your life clean. Um, they had this, the AA, they had a program set up to occupy your time because, you know, I don't know what addiction is because I've never been addicted to anything. But, you know, I guess, I guess the tough part is when, you ha when you're sitting at home and you don't have anything to do, you think about your addiction. So the double the uh, AA had a program to give you something else to do besides just thinking of you know I want to drink or I want to smoke or whatever you know your 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 vices. And the program that the double had set up was fantasy football. And before then, he never played fantasy football. He he was a big Buffalo Bill fan. Um, he would go, he would tailgate, and he would get plastered before the game, sit in the game, fall asleep, and not even want to really watch the game because, you know, he, he, was, he was hammered. And he said, you know, actually watching the Buffalo Bills the last few years, I wasn't missing anything anyway, his words. Um, <clears throat> so his sister, uh, was all, who was already a fantasy football player, brought him into it, got him started. Uh, you know, he started uh, either, you, you know, because fantasy football, if you take it seriously, it takes up a lot of time. You know, you, you look at stats, you look at, you, you pick the players, you think this guy might be better than this guy. Uh, you know, me and Vernon have several arguments already and we'll probably have more because uh, fantasy football is very opinionated and you go what you think guys are going to do. So <clears throat> he got into it big time. He did the stats. He picked the players. So it gave him something else to do. And 
And he was actually watching the football game sober with his family. And keeping track of what his players were doing and keeping track of what his, uh, his opponent's players were doing. It gave him something else to do. It gave him another outlet. And instead of sitting home and thinking about, oh, man, I need to check. I can really use a drink right now. He focused his energy in defensive football. And his words, he came out and said, basically, it saved my life. Because if I didn't have something else to do it, another outlet to put my energy into, he, he says I probably still would be drinking. And not only that, but other people who came to AA that in his group that would still have the same problems when they go home at night, he brought them into the league too. And these people who have been brought into this league or in this AA program, they have changed their life around for the better. They no longer alcoholics. They're not they're no longer sitting home, oh my god, I need a drink. They're actually putting their energy into something constructive, into something different, and something something else they can do. And that program at Buffalo has been so successful that other AAs around the country are adopting the same. So I know fantasy football is fun and games for most people. We play for money, we play for fun, we scream at the TV, uh, we yell yay, or we go boo, depending on what our players do. But fantasy football actually changed people's lives. And because we are having a fantasy football show, I think that's a very inspirational story that, that you, you can use fantasy football to change your life around. It made people quit drinking and focus your life into something else and something more constructive. And anytime you can use a tool like that to make someone's life better, I'm all for it. Burning. Any thoughts? I think anything that can help you stay positive in in, in a mind frame where you uh, when you have an addictive personality to something is always is always a blessing, um, especially when when it, it's working for you and you think that it can work for others. Definitely, definitely. And um, I, I heard about this story, and I thought it was very, um, I wanted to go ahead and tell it, because I think it was very inspirational and very, uh, very uh, value situation. I always like to hear stories that probably, you know, people have changed uh, their life around. And uh, since we're doing a fantasy football show, I thought that story was appropriate. Okay, so that's enough of the seriousness. Seriousness? Seriousness? Okay. Well, I got a question for you. Can I, because okay. you you gave me your top five when it came to wide receiver rookies, right? Mm -hmm. I want to yeah. give you my top five when it comes to rookies, if that's okay. It's when, when it comes to wide receivers. Yes, I'll, I would like to hear them. Okay. Um, give me a second. Give me a second to pull it up. No problem. Take your time. All right. Well, at number five, I got Michael Pittman. At number four, I got um, uh, Lamb. From at number three, mm -hmm. I got Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. And um, number two, I got your guy, Jalen Ruger. Or Ricky, mm -hmm. did I say his name right? Um, what was it again? Uh, Ruger, Reg, Ruger, Reagan. Yeah, Ruger, Rager, I'm not sure, but yeah, that, I know who you're talking about. And then the number one guy, I got um, Justin Justin Jefferson. Mm, okay, so you do believe in Justin Jefferson. 
Yeah. And I believe in Michael yeah. Pittman, too. <laughs> you, you believe in who? Who else? Michael Pittman at number five with the Colts. Okay. I don't have him on my list, but um, I, could, I, could, I definitely see why you would put, you would, you would put him there. Um, Michael Pittman, um, enlighten me because I'm having a brain fart. What school did he go to? Southern California. Okay. All right. I just wanted to uh, remember who that was. Okay. All right. So that's your top five for wide receivers. Um, I might have to do an adjustment because I forgot about Michael Pittman. So I might I might make an adjustment to my list later on. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, no I'm, problem, I'm, no problem, no problem. I must have overlooked, I overlooked him for some reason. I don't know why because I didn't remember who it was. Now I remember who he is. So thank I, that. I will I will I will adjust accordingly. Is there any way I can go ahead and do my freaking my 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 top five when it comes to rookies, right? Uh, running backs. Sure. Because my quarterbacks, yeah. it's only two quarterbacks in draft is, that I know yeah. they probably have a potential as far as making any uh, points when it comes to fantasy. That's right. So okay, yes, please go ahead. Lighten us with the, your your rookies in uh, other positions. All right, at number five, I got Cam Akers. At number four, I got Jonathan Taylor. And uh, keep an eye out. Number three, I got DeAndre Swift. As far as um, the Lions, at number two, at number two, oh crap! Uh, at number two, I'm sorry, I got a brain fart. I, I, I got Cam Akers as number two instead of number five. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, that's fine. And number one, I got um, Clyde Edwards Elaire. Um, as far okay. as the number one. All right. Um, I don't disagree with anything you said on that list. Wait, wait, wait. I got to um, tell you my number five because I kind of... Running backs, but everyone that you said is also on my running back list also. Yes, but my number five, I said my number five and my number two, like I said the same name, but my number five would be Keyshawn uh, Vaughn that went from okay. um, that went to the Bucks. That would be my number yes, five. I, yes. Yes, I have him too on my list. So yeah, uh, I, all the all everyone everyone that you said, I have him very. I have him ranked in my in on my list. Oh yeah, all right. Uh, when it comes to, I guess um, I think the last thing we spoke about was tight ends. Um, is there anything yes, after tight ends? Um, I didn't have any rookie tight ends on my list. Um, I don't know if you do on yours. Nah. <laughs> I don't. Like I said, if, I were, if memory serves me correct, there was no big tight ends really drafted. Um, that was the you know the big uh, immediate impact on any team this year. It was mostly the wide receivers and running backs. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. All right. So, do you, um, do you have any other list that you would like to share with us? Actually, I do. I got a list that okay. I just seen. That was very... I'm trying to pull it back up if I can. Um, it basically was a list of um, players that had, like, uh, that, that had a good schedule and who had, like, the worst schedule. Like, for example, um, if I can... Let me see if I can pull it out. Sorry for this dead air. Um, excuse, uh, uh, please excuse us for difficulties. <laughs> We're doing this on the run. Um, let me see. Yeah, okay, so. Let me see, this quarterback. Okay, so basically, 
um, I saw a list as far as says 2020 fantasy quarterbacks, and then, then it says like the best schedules, like for quarterbacks, the running backs, and wide receivers. And the list might surprise you when it comes to the like the best, the best schedules for certain quarterbacks, and then it's kind of crazy. Uh, would you like to listen, or would you like to hear it, or you want to go to something else? All right, the worst, the worst, the worst on number five is uh, Sam Donlin. Number four is Deshaun Watson. Number three is Josh Allen. These are the other teams with the worst schedule. Uh, Number two is um, Drew Locke. And number one is Derek Carr. That's these are the quarterbacks (laughs) with the worst schedule. At number five, at number five with the best schedule, Ben Roethlisberger. He's at number five, believe it or not. Number four is Carson Wentz. He's at number four when it comes to best schedules for fantasy quarterbacks. Number three is Drake Prescott at number three as far as best schedules. And number two is Nick Foles, believe it or not. Number two. At number one is Lamar Jackson. So I I thought that was very... I thought that was very interesting when you um when you see the quarterbacks are just players as far as when it comes to fantasy that has the best schedules and the worst schedules. I thought they I could bring that up since we're we're, we're talking yeah, about that, that. That's very interesting because you know what that matters. If you're playing against the Miami Dolphin defense or you you're playing against I don't know Buffalo or San Francisco's defense, it makes a difference. Yeah. So I thought I saw that I was just like, man, let me bring this up in the second half. You know what I mean? Uh. But like um, I do have like uh, the same thing with wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. I could go into that too. Okay, um, if you want to, to you. Uh, I, I find it very interesting. Interesting. Okay, 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 okay. I find it interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead with the tight ends. Um. Since we just um, talked about this, um, I'm going to go with the best schedule at number five would be Hayden Hurst at number five. And then at number four would be Jeremy Sprinkle with the Washington team. At number three would be Tyler Higby. Best schedules for tight ends. Number two would be Ian Thomas from the Carolina Panthers at number two. Sleeper pick right there. Number one would be Zach Ertz. Best schedule and that's best schedule. Now, worst schedules at coming in at number five, Darwin Waller from the, with the Raiders. He comes in at number four. I mean, number five. Number four is Rob Gruskowski. Mm, interesting. Yep. Number three would be Smith from the tight from the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Uh, number two would be Jared Cook. And then at uh, number one would be Max Williams. From the Cardinals. So. Okay. Another interesting uh, fact. And uh, I do have some sleepers for you when it comes to tight ends. Uh, number At number five, I got uh, Garrett with the Rams. And then um, okay. number four is uh, Gert Goldert uh, with Philly. And then at number three is Smith from uh, that we just talked about with the Titans. Number two is uh, Mike um, get, um, 
Giskilski. Um, I, I can't pronounce his name right, man. Yeah, he's the tight end from the Dolphins. He's the tight end from the Dolphins. Okay. Yes, he is. I had him on my team. He did. He does a good work. But the number one sleeper is Hayden Hurst. Yes, um, I, 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 I agree with that hundred percent. I have some sleepers too on my tight end list. If, if you'd like to hear them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my sleeper. Number one sleeper is Chris Ferguson. Tied in for the Jets. Uh, he was supposed to go off last year, injury prone, uh, injured all year, and Sam Darnold was out, said he never got a chance to really play. Um, uh, you know, I'm not excited about the Jets offense, but uh, I think Chris Ferguson, a big target. If, if uh, I think in the in the red zone, there's possibilities uh, for, for some points there. Um, other sleepers I have. Um, Darren Waller, not a sleeper, but, uh, I, well, actually this is a negative comment. We all know he had a big year last year. I think that doesn't happen this year. I think he regresses. Um, Mike Zizisky, like you said, the, the, the tight end for the Dolphins, I think he's going to have another, uh, another good year. Um, Hayden Hurst, I think it's going to be the surprise tight end of the year. He would, uh, if you remember, if that name sounds familiar, he used to play with the Baltimore Ravens, got beat out by Mark Andrews, and since Atlanta lost Cooper, I think Hayden Hurst and our offense with a good quarterback and other weapons, I think I think he's going to do well. Uh, Jenny Smith for the uh, um, Tennessee Titans, uh, Delaney Watson moved on, Smith would take over that role, and I think Smith would do very well because when uh, he played, when Walker, when Walker was uh, um, not healthy, he he did well. He did very well. All right, I got a couple of sleepers here in a row. Eric Ebron, now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if you see what he did with the Colts last year, it's pretty amazing. I don't think he'll have that type of year again, but when he is the number one tight end and Ben Rosenberger is your quarterback, that's gonna that's that's gonna end it and that's gonna end in some touchdowns and some points. Okay. All right, Greg Olson with the Seattle Seahawks. I know what you're gonna say. Always, oh, always oh, gets hurt. Uh, Greg Olson still Greg Olson with with um, Russell Wilson. There's some possibilities there. And my last my last sleeper that I have, actually not my last one, but second to last, people forget about him. And main reason why people forget about him, he's always hurt. But if he can stay healthy, and he has a rookie quarterback, they'll probably look for a, this big guy in the end zone, Tyler Eifert, Cincinnati Bengals. Now I know what you're going to say. He's always hurt. That's true. He is normally hurt. But if he stays healthy, rookie quarterback in the, in the red zone, big target, I, I see some possibilities there. My last sleeper pick, is now when you think about Minnesota Vikings tight end, everyone says Kyle Rudolph, which you know, okay, that, that happens. But I think there's a new tight end from Minnesota that's going to take over. His name is Irv Smith. I think he has a, a lot of possibilities. I know he's going to have to split time with Kyle Rudolph, and that might limit his productivity. But I think Irv Smith takes a big step in, in replacing Kyle Rudolph as the primary tight end. Anything on the tight end list? 
No. No, I ain't got I don't have anything. The only thing I have is uh breakout players that's gonna like have a breakout season as far as fantasy um before like the defensive side of the ball. Um that's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Oh, did you, right. you want me to come oh, out and say you my... Wanna go, you want to go uh, defense, defensive team rankings now? Nah, I mean, what I have... I mean, I do. I have breakout players that, that I think they have potential to break out for, for this season that you might want to okay. put on your team. I have, some, I have that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, at number five, I got DK Metcalf. At number four, I got Mike Galiski, the tight end from the Dolphins that I cannot pronounce his name correctly. Um, at number three, I got Terry Mc, Mc, um Dang, I can't pronounce his name either. <laughs> um, McLaurin. I got Terry McLaurin from the, the Washington football team. And then at number two, I got Kyle Ridley. At number one, believe it or not, I got Kenyon Drake. Um, I agree with I agree with most of that. Um, I I, I think that uh, Metcalf is going to have a big year. Um, Drake, I think Drake's going to do what what he uh, started doing at the end of last year. He's going to be the main uh, running back there. Calvin really, to me, I think is really going to step up. I think he's going to have an amazing year, him and Julio. And uh, so yeah, there's some definitely some people to watch on that list. Okay, okay. You got any breakout players? Um, yes, I do. I think that Nick Chubb, and I know y'all yeah, being a homer. I think Nick Chubb is this. I know he. I know Kareem Hunt is gonna take down his productivity because uh, Kareem Hunt is an amazing running back. Nick Chubb, though, I think this is the year he breaks out. Um, I think the passing game is still going to be okay, but I think Nick Chubb, if you watched any Cleveland Brown games, and I don't know why you would, but if you have, um, Nick Chubb is one of them guys that anytime he catches the ball, he can break it, and he did a couple times last year. And with the improved offensive line that Cleveland put together this year, and this being his third year, I think this is either, you know, this is your show and tell the year. Either you do it or you don't. And um, I believe that he, uh, he's going to do it. So he'd be my number one breakout uh, player for this year. Um, my second breakout player for this year is one of your players. And we just talked about him, Kelvin Ridley. I, I, th- I think this guy has all the talent in the world. Um, he showed a little bit of it last year. Then he kind of fell off. He'll probably be in working. I think he did have some nagging injuries. Um, I think that he's going to be uh, very good. Him and Julio Jones are going to be dangerous. Um, now, the defense stinks, but I think Atlanta will be uh, will be good for some points on on offense. And I have a couple of breakout players on defense. I think, and one of them was a rookie. I think, and we talked about this in the pregame show, and we're getting the defensive players a little bit later in the show. I think that Isaiah Simmons, if you play defense, uh, if you play defensive players on your fantasy team, and even just in the game of football anyway, I think Isaiah Simmons is going to be an amazing player. Uh, he is a uh, linebacker slash safety. 
which means you can put him in multiple positions. Uh, if you see him play for Clemson, he was dominant. Uh, we'll see how that adapts to the pros. I, I don't think he'll have any problem. He's a solid hitter, solid tackle. He can cover uh, whether he's playing linebacker or safety position. Uh, so as a rookie, I think he's going to let the, he's going to let the league know, hey, I'm here. And to me, I'm going to give you one comeback player of the year. And I know I'm being a homer. I think Odell Beckham Jr. goes back to being Odell Beckham Jr. What you saw last year, I think, was 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 uh, you know was um was um what do you want to call it? Um, just one of them years. It, it was a bad year. He had injuries, nagging injuries, and I don't think that's the real Odell Beckham Jr. And I think uh, this year he will come back. back uh, I think he has something to prove now. And uh, if he can stay healthy, I think he will prove it. He'll be back to his own his old self. And I know you disagree with that, and that's fine. But that's what fantasy football is all about. It's what you, it's what you think and what you feel. And as you know, not everybody has the same two opinions. Yep. All right. Um, anything else before we go on to the defensive teams? Nah, I, I think that's about it. That's all I got. All right. Let's go defense, and this is team defense, not individual players. This is, you know, because even if you play in the ten-team league, uh, everybody everybody has to pick a defense. Yeah, so I don't know about you, Jorge. As follows. I don't know about you, Jorge, but I'm one of those people. When I do play fantasy football, I try to have two different defenses. God, dude, you see, you're preaching to the choir. Um, I make <laughs> a point in my draft. I always pick two defenses. Always. Um, because, you know, um, I've learned that sometimes the defense that you pick first ain't always the best defense to use. So I've always uh, been there, you know, and everybody can do their job the way they want to do it. But, um, Vernon, I'm with you 100%. Um, when I do my draft, I always pick two defenses. I make it a point to do so. Yeah, I so think I, I got that I, from I, you. I, I'm with you on that. I think I got that from you because it's not, like you, the way you explained it, it made sense, and I'm just like, I might as well do the yeah, same that, thing. Yeah, I've I've always picked two, I, I've always picked two defenses. Even in a, even only even in a small league, I've always picked two defenses because you know defenses are important. Um, depending on how your scoring is in your league, but in my league, defense is important. So I I try to put the always try to put the always I always actually use actually defense. Uh, this you know this 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 is she who performs and who don't. But with that being said. Mr. Vernon, my top 10 defenses are number one, Buffalo Bills. Number two, the San Francisco 49ers. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. Number four, the hated Pittsburgh Steelers. Number five, the Chicago Bears. Number six, the Minnesota Vikings. Number seven, the Los Angeles Chargers. Number eight, the New England Patriots. Number nine, the New Orleans Saints. And then number 10, believe it or not, the Kansas City Chiefs make the top 10. Hmm. Any thoughts there, Mr. Vernon? Because I have a feeling you don't agree with some of that. Can you say the top five? Sure. Number one, Buffalo. Number two, San Francisco. 
Number three, Baltimore. Number four, Pittsburgh. Number five, Chicago. Um, I feel like Baltimore is a little bit high because of them. They just lost Eric, um, Earl Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, yes, uh, that's true. This list was made before I found out the information. Um, but uh, I stick with that um, because uh, even though he still might not be there, they got a good person to replace him. I just see, I just see. I, I forget his name, but um, I think he would do well. And I, I still think Baltimore has the linebackers in the defensive line and enough in the secondary uh, to give people problems. And I think Baltimore will win that division very easily. Okay, what can you say? Six through ten again. Sure. Six through ten. Six Minnesota. Seven the L.A. Chargers. Number eight, New England. Number nine, New Orleans. And number 10, Kansas City. I think the charges are, are too high because Darwin James got hurt. That means Boza and the linebackers are going to be doing a lot more of the grunge work. Uh, um, I, 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 I agree with you on that to a certain extent. But if you still look at the Chargers' defense, they're loading on the defensive side of the ball. They're, even though James will be out most of the year, if not all of the year, um, they still have, they have, I think, one of the best defensive backfields, the uh, best secondary in the league. Um, they're loaded on the defensive line. They have good linebackers. Like the, the problem with the Chargers this year is going to be the offense. But their defense, I think this year is going to be solid. And uh, that's why I have them at number seven. And uh, even though Darwin James is out, I'm not going to change that. I, I, there's a lot of defenses in the league that are just garbage. And um, I don't think Chargers is one of them. Hey, you said the Chiefs made the top ten? Yes, sir. Why? Frank Clark and Tyron Matthews. So two players. Not only that. But uh, well, you, them are the main, them are the main players. The way I, I think if everyone, has, this is the problem. The Kansas City Chiefs defense got a bad rap last season. They had a lot of injuries. Everybody focuses on their offense, and and you know rightly so when you have people like Mahomes. But if you if you look at if you take a little deep, if you take a a, a deeper look into the Kansas City Chiefs defense, they did pretty well, and um, they got turnovers. They got interceptions. They got Frank Clark get you a bunch of sacks. So I, I think you know, being look, taking all that into consideration and looking at some of the and a lot of defenses, man. I, I look at them. This is not good this year. So I think because of lack of good defenses and you know they stepped up last year and, and they won the Super Bowl. But I think that they're worthy of a top ten play in this year. You know, maybe not last year, but this year's uh, this year coming up. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, are look at maybe as not as you maybe first defense, but maybe as a backup defense. As we said, we like to play two def- Me and you both like to play two defenses. Okay, okay. Um, I, said, I wouldn't pick them as my number one defense. Don't get me wrong. My question I would, to you would is: be a number one defense. My question they, to you they, is: they, I think it would be a solid backup defense. My question to you is: Is where uh, where's the Patriots at as far as when it comes to your defensive ratings? They're number eight. 
and I even think that might be a bit too high for New England. Uh, the reason why I have New England at eight and not higher because they they were they were uh, fantasy gold last year with their defense at least the first half of the season. Um, they lost. If you look at the transactions that happened after this after this off season, after the season was over, they lost a lot of them good defensive players that were on that team. They went to other teams. They lost a lot of people, and I do mean a lot. Six or seven people, they, they, they lost all that off that defense. Now, they still got some people that's good. And, you know, Bill Belichick will fill in the holes. Uh, so, I, I still think they were worth a top ten defense. But uh, I, I dropped them um, from, you know, the top five or top six simply because they lost a lot of people. And it's hard to replace that many people. Okay. Um, I don't mean to bring this up, but... Um... I forgot to actually tell you my the rookie tight ends. I couldn't pull it up. That's why I didn't say anything. But I'll wait. Okay. Now uh, go ahead. Uh, since you brought it up, go ahead and say his name. Uh, well, do you want me to do the top five or the top ten? What for? For rookie tight ends? Yeah. Whatever, top ten, top five, whatever, you, whatever you, you feel like uh, putting out there. All right, man, I'm gonna go ahead with top ten. At number ten, I got Harrison Bryant with the with the Browns. At number nine, I got Bryce Hopkins with the Rams. At number eight, I got Thaddeus Moss with the Washington Football Team. With number seven, I got Anish. Uh, um, I got Adam True um, Troutman. Uh, with the Saints. At number six, I got Kobe Parkson with C uh, Seahawks. At number five, I got Albert Okabaka Abumye Abumni with the um, with the Broncos. At number four, I got um, Dalton Knee uh, Knee. At number three, I got Joshua Degard. At number two, I got Carl Kermit. At number one, I got Devin Asar with the uh, with the Patriots. But I think the one that everybody needs to look out for is Cole Comet. That's going to be with the Bears. Yeah, um, he probably is probably the only one out of all the tight ends that you listed that probably get some some uh, significant playing time. Um, I know the Bears. I forget who their starting tight end is actually, but I did hear I did hear that name, and he will get some playing time. So uh, we'll see what he does. But um, I don't have any rookie tight ends on my list because I don't think any of them is going to make that big of an impact that I'll put on my on my fantasy team. But there is one that 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 is that is the one you just said, uh, Cole Comment for the Bears. I don't have anything as far as um, defensive teams. Um, I think I'm, I'm agree with some. I'm agree with your your list because uh, some of those some of those uh, defensive teams um, are pretty much where they need to be at. Okay, thank you for that, sir. All right, so don't get used um, to that, that man. Moves us on to kickers. <laughs> yes, kickers. The immortal words of um, Peyton Manning, my idiot kicker. Okay, so kickers are a part of fantasy football. Uh, you know, they're not going to normally get you a whole lot of points, but uh, since they are on fantasy football, 
Miles Jones try to get some of this going to get as points as possible. All right. My top 10 kickers as follows. Number one, every year this guy's number one. Number one, Justin Tucker. Number two, Harrison Buckner. Number three, Will Lutz. Number four, Greg Zuline. Zuline, or however you pronounce his name. Number five, Matt Gay. Number six, Robbie Good. Number seven, Jake Elliott. Number eight, Zane Gonzalez. Number nine, Matt Prater. And number 10, Dustin Hopkins. You know what I have to say to that? You know what I have to say? I have a feeling, but go ahead and tell the audience. Okay. Uh, I want to say this. Uh, number one is I apologize. What? Apologize for the start. I don't really. It, it's 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 like this. Um, today was good for me. It was good for what? me because sometimes. Um, I want winners. I want winners, Jorge. I want winners. <laughs> Today was good for me, bro, but I need winners. I need winners. So I can't play with them. What's my kicker list? Well, kicking is a very important part of fantasy football, isn't it? Uh, to I, a degree. I wouldn't say important because kicker is going to get you the least amount of points than any other position that you play in fantasy football. So... Important somewhat, but not all that, because you're not going to get a lot of points when you're kicking in the first place. Other kicks five of, you know, you don't get one point for extra point, and you get, you know, three points for a field goal and four or five points, depending on distance. I like your list. Hello? I like your list, but I also know you have some sleepers. Yes. Um, now, some people might ask, why the hell do I have Matt Gay for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number five when he's just so so kicker? Reason being is I think New England. I'm sorry, New England. I'm sorry that t- I think Tampa Bay is going to score a lot of points. A lot of the points means a lot of extra points. Uh, driving down the field, not not getting in the end zone. You kick your field goal. I, I, you know, even though Matt Gay is not, you know, normally one of the top field goal kickers in the league, uh, because of Tom Brady and I think the offense will, will move the ball, I think his chance for points definitely uh, is going to move up. And um, Dan Bailey, kicker from Dallas, another sleeper. Uh, Dan Bailey, so-so kicker. But what we think Dallas offense is going to do this season uh, you know, it might be very well to pick up the dollars still for people. And um, that's about it. I mean, you know, you can go off. Uh, when, you know, when you normally pick a kicker, there's two things you look for. You look for someone who's accurate, that can make <laughs> field goals from all different, you know, amount of yards, 30, 40, 50 yard field goals. And you look, for, you look for a team that scores a lot. So that's why I have Real lots for the Saints because you know the you know the Saints are going to score a lot. Uh, I have uh, uh, Buckner for the Chiefs because you know the Chiefs are going to score a lot. 
the reason Justin Tucker is the number one kicker every single year, even though Baltimore doesn't score a lot of points, is he, he just don't miss. Kick 50-yard field goals, 40-yard field He makes all of them, almost. So when you're looking for a kicker, you look for accuracy, and you're looking for a team that scores a lot of points, and that's why I rank my kickers the way I did. Okay. Okay. Do you have a list of kick- do you have a list of kickers, Brandon? You'd like to share with us? No, no. I just got this awesome. I just got this awesome. Um, this this uh, awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, I got this rant. Uh, talking about a freaking kicker, but <laughs> I don't have anything about. I don't have any list. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, play when he had when his foot was uh, shoe was coming off up the line screen. We were hard take time out. We had a trap play called, and, he, and his, his shoe comes off. What? His fucking shoe comes off, Jorge. His that damn shoe comes off. I need a good kicker, Jorge. I need a good kicker. I'm just talking about a good kicker, man. I just need a good kicker. They get Justin Tucker. Okay, I'll get Justin Tucker. <laughs> decided to add defensive players. Uh, one defensive end, one linebacker, and one defensive back. No, like you. Oh, sorry. Um, you know, you don't always pick defensive players, but um, we tried it. I didn't like it at first. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it, but then I tried it, and it was uh, actually very, very good. It's very entertaining, and it makes it more challenging. And, um, you know, I, now I prefer to play uh, fantasy football with defensive players. And with that being said, I have a list of defensive ends that I'd like to share with you. And these are individual defensive players for, t- for leagues who do do that, even though most of you do not. All right, this is what I got to say to this, Jorge. Go ahead, go ahead. You got something to say? God dang right. All right. Hello? to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about okay, sports. You play to win. So give me the defensive plays. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. My top 10 defensive ends, if you if, if, if happen to do this, number one is Chandler Jones. Mm, that's a good one. Number two is Joey Boza. Number three is my surprise some people, but I think he's going to be awesome. Chase Young. Number four, Nick Boza, his brother. Five, Bradley Chubb. Hmm. Number six, Danielle Hunter from the Vikings. Hmm, okay. okay. Number seven, Khalil Mack. Number nine, Miles Garrett. And number 10, and I know a lot of people won't know this name, Sam Hubbard. Middle linebacker, um, so defensive end for the Bengals. Man, so you mean to tell, this is the defensive end, right? Defensive end, yes. And you mean to this tell me like that. Def- defensive end slash linebacker for some of them, because uh, people like Khalil Mack 
and uh, a few people they they go in between defense and the linebacker, and you can play them at either you can play them at either position. But mainly, this is a defensive line, defensive end. Yeah, so this is defensive so why, end, uh, main, main, um, yeah, main, main position. Yeah. So why didn't the guy from uh, Jacksonville that just got traded? How come he's not in the top ten? Uh, I have a number eighteen. Uh, I don't have him in my top ten. Um, I looked at his points. His points are inconsistent. Um, oh, okay, okay. Games who have. He'll have good, great. He'll have great games where you wish you had him. Then some games he just disappears. Okay, so, um, that makes if, sense. So because of that, I have him. I have him on my list, but I have him at eighteen. I had to ask. Well, okay, no problem. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say. Fact, matter of fact, uh, the guy we're talking about, Yannick, um, last year, um, for my bye week, I needed a defensive end, and I picked him. I picked him up for a one-week-only, bi-week filler, and he did very well for me. So, uh, you know, he's not going to give you 16 solid games, but, um, you know, every now and then he's going to give you, he's gonna give you a, you know, a good game. So if you don't have a good defensive end, you know, if he's, if he's on the waiver wire, you know, pick him up. Well, my question to you is um... – why don't you have Barnett from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers up there? He he was averaging a sack a game. Um, you talk about Shaquille, Shaquille Barnett, Barnett. Yeah, I have him. I, I have him at number fourteen. Uh, I am not big on Tampa Bay defense because uh, usually they're not good. Um, I know this year they're supposed to be better. But uh, I have him at number fourteen, uh, not in my top ten. I think he's a little bit low. <laughs> Okay, you can that's, that you can agree with that. But that, like I said, I'm not big on Tampa Bay defense because I don't see them perform or put up the numbers that I would like to see with the uh, people I have above him. That's my opinion. That's not. Um. Now I want to talk about Chase Young. Um, some people might say, "Damn, dude, you have Chase Young at number three. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, I know some people might disagree with that, and you're welcome to do so. But I think this guy, if you watch Ohio State, this dude's a monster. Um, now, he might not have the same effect in the pros that he did in college, but I think this dude's a problem. And um, uh, they, they, might, they might have to double-team this guy. Um, this guy's big, fast, athletic, and he knows how to get to the quarterback. And uh, not only that, but, you know, he's going to make tackles. So um, I I I know it's it's a risk. You want you know taking a rookie, um, you know at some at some positions. But I think this guy is an immediate starter. And if you do uh, get him in your draft, I think you just send him in a, a, a different position and let him be for 16 weeks. Because I think he's consistently going to get you points. Now he needs to prove that. But that's my opinion. I think he's like a young. Uh, J.J. Watts, like when the early years, I'm talking about like the first couple of years when yes. he was being athletic yeah, and all this that, that before the injuries. Yeah. I think that he could have that yeah. type of that, that type of career. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that this is one of those guys. If you playing in the league that uh, Jorge plays in, I would definitely scoop him up. If you if you can't see any of these big name players that you know Jorge has provided for us. If if you see this guy, I would scoop him up. I would scoop him up real quick. So 
you, you say something very important important there. And you, you say you look at him as maybe young J.J. Watt. Who wouldn't pick up a young J.J. Watt right now if you had him in your league? So if you, you know, uh, you agree with me, then he's going to be, uh, you know, impactive, explosive player at that position. Yeah, I already saw like the hit he laid out on Adrian Peterson in practice. I think he, <laughs> I, I, I think he's gonna be great because Adrian Peterson, he, he, you know, he's not a, you know, he's not a skinny dude. He's a, he's muscle. You know, what I'm saying he's you, he's a walking muscle. So I, I think if he did that to him, then yeah, I would watch out for some of the other, um, you know, offensive players that might get tackled by him. You know, what I'm saying you might yeah. drop the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, defensive end in, in fantasy football, for those who don't play defense, defensive end is a very hard position to get points. So if you do have someone reliable to get you points every week, um, you know, going after Chase Young might not be, no, might not be a bad move. Uh, most of the points that uh, come off of defense is the linebackers, which we are going to go into next. Unless Mr. Vernon has anything else, uh, anything else on defensive ends. No, I don't have anything else, brother. Okay, so let's go to linebackers. Now, linebackers are the most important position on defense simply for the fact that they make the most tackles. Uh, sometimes they get interceptions. Even if you're lucky, you might even get a touchdown. Uh, but these are guys who make the hits on the quarterback, stuff the running backs, and maybe pick up a ball occasionally. Okay, my top linebackers are top 10. Darius Leonard tackle machine every year. Number two, Joe Sherbert. Number three, Isaiah Simmons. Number four, Jalen Smith. Number five, Blake Martinez. Number six, Lightning, uh, Light Talk, I can't say his word, uh, Lightning Vander Osh, linebacker for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, number, yeah. Number seven, is Demario um, Davis, number eight, Thomas Davis Sr., number nine, Patrick, Patrick Queens, and number 10, Tremont, Tremaine Edwards. Hmm, that's a very interesting linebacker list. You know, one of our favorite linebackers retired, so Luke Keeley. Yes. Keekley. And um, I knew that would be a uh, number number one overall consist you know you know pick because if you got if you can get K uh, Khalil Mack and you can get Luke Keekley in your defense you pretty much have, you pretty much have gotten your your the game won a little bit because you know they're gonna accumulate tackles uh, point they're gonna pick, they're gonna yes, just let, do let, everything. Let, let me tell you a story about Luke Keekley. A couple years ago. I had him on my team. I think the first year that we decided to go defensive players, I picked him up as linebacker. <laughs> and, man, he had one hell of a year. He had so many tackles. That's the year he had. I think he had two pick two pick sixes in a game. So I was – I was he was scoring more points for me than some running backs and my receivers were getting. I was winning games by Joe Kiefer. Joe Kiefer, he was going off. That one year where he, I think the year they went to the Super Bowl, that's when I had him. And he he just played stupidly good. And that, I think that's the best year he ever had. And um, 
he was the number one linebacker pick for as long as he was playing. Uh, now that that honor has gone over to Darius Leonard because he's, he's a tackling tackling um, machine. But uh, yeah, when Luke Kuechly was playing, you wouldn't even think of any other linebacker to pick at number one besides him, and he always came through for you. I think he retired too soon, but you know he had a lot of concussions. So you got to take your health into into uh, consideration. Yeah, man, it's but, crazy, um, man. Go ahead. No, it's crazy, but um, I do like your list, and I do hopefully, I hope they they um, they produce they produce to the likings as far as the rankings. Um, I don't have any more input as far as the uh, linebackers. If you want to go in the secondary, we can go ahead and and uh, do that. Okay. All right. Now the the most second. Uh important position when you play defensive points on fantasy football is your safety or your secondary. Now, as a rule of thumb, um, you can pick a safety or cornerback if you want. Uh, but normally, I will always give safety because a cornerback might get a pick six here and there, a couple of different passes, but he's not going to make any tackles. You want someone who's going to safety blitz, who's going who's to support the run. That if someone does catch it, he knocks his head off. So you want a safety that makes tackles, because tackles means points. Uh, you know, you being a shutdown cornerback, don't give me any points. So I need someone who's just going to be active, flying around the field, making tackles. And with that being said, these are my top 10 defensive backs. Now, I never heard this. Before I go to my number one pick, <laughs> this guy, never heard of him. This guy set the defensive backfield on fire for fantasy football. And I wish I would have, I wish I would have picked him number one last year, but no one's seen this coming. Number one, Buda Baker, tackling machine. Uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, we'll talk about more him after my list. Number one, Buda uh, Baker. Number two, Tracy Walker. Number three, Landon Collins. Number four, Jamal Adams. Number five, Jordan Poyer. Number six, John Johnson III. Number seven, Vaughn Bell. Number eight, Kevin Vineyard. Number nine, Justin Simmons. And number 10, Malcolm Jenkins. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Now, I like your top five. Yeah. I like your top five. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to talk about more about Buda Baker. Um, this dude was like the, the, the Luke Kuechly of defensive backs. This dude was scoring more points than some running backs and wide receivers were doing. Um, I tried to trade for this dude, and of course, the, the person who had him wisely didn't trade him, trade him <laughs> to me. But very stupidly, Towards the end of the season, dropped this dropped him because he, he was on a bye week and he needed to fill that position. And I scooped him up. I held him for a week and I played him the last of the games of the season. Got me into the playoffs, but I didn't. Uh, you know, I got beat in the playoffs. So if I have the chance and opportunity when the time is right, I might even reach to this guy before. Like, if I like, if I have a, a chance to pick some, uh, maybe bench wide receiver or bench running back that probably isn't going to play a lot, I will bypass that and pick this guy. Okay. This guy's going. This guy. This guy's guaranteed points. 
guaranteed points. And if he has the same year or anything close to what he had last year, it's going to be worth it. And uh, like I said, you want someone who's going to make a lot of tackles. You want someone that you don't want a Deion Sanders who's, who's going to shut down Corey. You don't want a, uh, a Revis. Them guys, Ramsey, them guys, you don't want them guys. Yes, they're great cover corners, but they don't get you any points. You want someone who's going to be in the action, is going to tackle, and tackle, tackle means points, interception means points, uh, forced fumble means points. So if you do play my format, uh, you know, I would always go with the safety over a cornerback. And Mr. Vernon, that's, that's all of this. Really? That's it. That's, that's it. We're done with all the list. What, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. <laughs> Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason? Yeah, I, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that list. That list. <laughs> okay, before, before, before we end this, before we end the show... Well, we got we got three minutes. I just want to let you know. How much? Three. Three minutes. Damn. Well, I guess we're not gonna be able to do what I wanted to do. All right, then. Uh, that was our fantasy football show. I hope you learned something. I hope we educated you a little bit. And for all the players who do play fantasy football, good luck in your season. Mister Vernon, take us out. Okay, you really want me to do that? You really want me to take you out of the game, man? All right, bro. Um, with that said, man, I hope that you have a very, very good fantasy football league year this year. Hopefully, this was very um, beneficial to you as far as when it comes to like helping you make picks, as far as the correct picks, as far as when you're when you ha- when you are about to you know make that final decision. Um, if you would like to hear more uh, fantasy football talk. I mean, we'll we'll have it on the show, you know, a little bit because we like to go into a lot of other things as well. But you know, we will go into it. Um, no worries. Um, the next the next thing that we're going to do as far as special is the NBA mock draft. We're only going to have three. We're only going to have like three mock drafts before the draft. So um, look out for that as well. And uh, I'll see y'all next week. See you next week, Jorge. All right, see you next week. All right, out.